Hello, fellow earthlings. It's me, Bailey. Welcome to my podcast, The Conscious Buzz, where we chat about all things conscious living, holistic self-care, and the ways in which you can step into your highest evolvement in order to show up fully for yourself, other beings, and the earth. Our planet is in an all-hands-on-deck kind of situation right now, and the world needs each and every one of us to own our truth, step into our power, and take action on behalf of our and the planet's highest good. I am here to remind you that collective healing happens on an individual level. Without further ado, let's dive in. So before we get into today's episode, just wanted to say that Today's episode is sponsored by yours truly. The waitlist for my 90-day holistic health transformation program, also known as BBB, is ready and waiting for you on my website at baileybenton.com. You can go ahead and sign up. Not only will you receive, um, you'll be the first to know when enrollment opens for the next round of my program, but you'll also receive a weekly juicy email that's basically just like a longer more detailed, comprehensive version of everything that I talk about on Instagram. So if you like my Insta content, you'll love these emails, I promise. Even if you're not interested in the program, the emails are worth it. Okay. So this program, just to give you a little inside scoop, is designed for people that want to create real, lasting, and sustainable change in the way that they think, feel, and act. It's definitely a spiritually inclined program. So if you are a curious person, a conscious person, person, a conscious person, a spiritually inclined person, this program is going to be a great fit for you. And I am all about the integration of mind, body, and spirit. So I place equal emphasis on the fortification of your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your spiritual body, because I believe that each one play an incredibly important role in the creation of your best life. And that's what I want to provide for you. I want to provide for you the tools that you need to live your most aligned and fulfilling life. So if you've ever sat around asking, how can this life be better? How can I make the most out of my days? How can I have more energy? How can I be who I really am and like step into what I know I'm meant for in this life and really like live a life worth living? Great. This program is for you, my friend. If you have any questions, you can message me on Instagram or you can just go ahead and sign up for the waitlist on baileybenton.com. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Conscious Buzz. It sounds really echoey in here, but I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm about to light a candle and I saved it for when I was recording because who doesn't love the sound of a match getting lit? Dang, so worth it. Oh my gosh, ASMR, is that what this is? Apparently, the conscious buzz is now an ASMR show. (laughs) Okay, anyway, hello, it really does sound echoey in here. I'm sorry, ooh. (sighs) What day is it? It's Monday. It's Monday. I haven't posted a podcast in a really long time. The last episode I posted, um, I actually recorded long before I posted it. So I haven't sat down to like record an episode in geez Louise. I don't know how long, but just a little baby flashback. I started this podcast at the beginning of this pandemic 
And that feels like, oh boy, a hundred years ago, approximately, give or take a few. And it's just crazy to me that I've been like doing the podcast now for long enough that there's been a, a large amount of time that I haven't done it. Does that make sense? Like I've done it for enough months that I can like take a couple months off and be like, wow, it's been a while. Anyway, so crazy. And when I first started this podcast, I was like, first of all, so nervous every single time I was about to start, I would sweat even though I'm sitting alone in my office right now, but I was just imagining like, okay, people are going to be listening. (sighs) I also had a tendency to like make lots of notes and kind of check in with my notes as I was talking, which was super helpful and super valuable. And you know what? I probably will do that at some point in the future, depending on like what I talk about, if I've got lots of touch points that I don't want to forget. But in the past couple of episodes, like the ones I've done on my own, my solo casts, and then for today, I've got no notes. I'm just here talking to you, having a conversation. I won't really say a dialogue. It's more of a monologue because I'm the only one that's talking, but I would love for it to turn into a dialogue. If I ever say anything that you're like, oh, that's really interesting, or I don't agree with that. And I kind of want to hash it out. Great. I'd love to have a conversation. One really big thing that I have learned this year am learning. Sorry. I'm pretty sure anytime anyone says learned, it's false. Like, I don't think that learned is an actual word. I think that learning is something that we're constantly doing. So it's really difficult to say I have learned 100% this thing about myself or how to do this or how to be this way. For me, that's just not really the truth. I'm just like constantly in a phase or in a, a period of learning and growing. So anyway, one of those things that I'm in the learning process with right now is how to separate myself from my beliefs. And this has been a lot of like ego work because the ego wants to survive, right? It's like Voldemort with his horcruxes. My sister is a big Harry Potter fan and she um, talks about this and explains it in a, in a much better way. But essentially, um, Voldemort is representative of the ego and how he divides himself and attaches himself to things that are external in order to survive. And then when those things get broken or destroyed in some way, it causes him physical pain because he's put a literal part of himself into that thing. And we do this, right, with our beliefs, our opinions, our ideologies, blah, blah, blah. Like we hinge part of who we are onto the existence of that thing. So if someone comes at you and it's like, I disagree with your belief, you don't see your belief as something that's separate from you. You're like, fuck, this person is like coming after me. And then you get defensive. And then from that point, it's really difficult to have like a constructive, loving conversation when it's two people who think that the other person is attacking them. When really what's happening is you're both poking at things that are super, super separate from who you actually are as a human being. And this year has been a big one, right? Like a lot of shit has happened that's been very polarizing that people have very different opinions on. And because of this, like these conversations have come up a lot and it's easy to it's easy to move towards separation instead of prioritizing connection. So I actually sent out an email about this in my newsletter a couple weeks ago about 
how to have genuinely constructive conversations around your belief systems, which again, I'm learning this all the time. And I think every single conversation I, I have gets a little bit better. And it's interesting to witness as I like grow and change with this, but the it, it starts with the awareness, right? So when you're gonna when you're having a conversation with someone that you know sees things very, very, very differently from you, and in the past you've had a tendency to get very upset or get very angry or for it to be very emotionally charged and for the conversation to lead towards a place of separateness. I want you to imagine that, so the way we approach those conversations, it's like, okay, here I am with my beliefs sitting on this side of the table and there's that person over there far away from me separate with their belief systems that make absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And we're opposites and we're fighting and we're different. And we have different viewpoints. We have different goals, blah, 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 blah. We're just different. It's difficult to prioritize connection from that frame of mind. So next time you're in the situation with someone, imagine that you're like inviting that person. You're like, hey, how about you come sit on this side of the table with me and we'll take our beliefs out of our backpack that we've got strapped on our body. We'll take those beliefs out and we'll put them on the table. And then once we've got our beliefs on the table, let's both have an objective look at them and find where they match up and where they're different. Because ultimately, you guys, for the most part, this is a general, I'm generalizing, but for the most part, most people have similar end goals. We want the same thing, but we get so stuck in the gunky details that all we see is what's different and what's separate about us and we alienate ourselves as a result. But if we can kind of zoom out and take that bird's eye view and be like, okay, what's the bigger picture here that we both want, that we both desire? And then once you can get that like big picture view, then holy shit, you can have such a a genuinely like productive and constructive conversation that prioritizes connection. And then you can look at that person and be like, okay, actually, it looks like we ultimately want the same thing. You just have a different way of going about doing that. And I'm curious, like, what makes you think that's the best way to do it? Because ultimately, you guys, like, everybody has their different beliefs and approaches to the world based on their own lived experience. And we're we're the same, each one of us. It's like this world, people were... Um, like on a web, like if consciousness is a web and we're raindrops on that web, we reflect each other and the entire picture all at the same time. So we are all connected. We are all the same. And we also have different lived experiences, which play into how we present in the world, right? So coming at it from a place of very objective understanding and really prioritizing connection in the conversations that you have has been really helpful for me. And I hope that that makes sense to you. I don't actually know how I got to this point, but it, it works because I'm going to segue. Anyway, this is what happens when I don't make notes before an episode. I just go off. But honestly, it's more fun. It's just better this way. So that kind of leads me to what I wanted to talk about today, which uh, last night on Instagram, I actually said that I was going to be starting this podcast again. And I asked, what are some things you want to hear about, blah, 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 blah. And I got some feedback and got some good feedback, but my favorite thing, my favorite little prompt was um, one of my friends said to talk about love and see what spills out. 
And I thought that was really beautiful. And I think that that's really appropriate right now, again, because the world is in a place of like divided, very divisive turmoil. And this, these past years, few years as I've like been going through my own like little spiritual awakening and whatnot, the every single day as my understanding deepens and I get closer and closer to who I really am, I recognize that this journey that we call an awakening is just a journey that's moving closer to love. At the end of the day, that's what it is, right? It's like this very beautiful cosmic thing called love that up until this point in my journey of realization, I've been distorting and mistaking for other things. But now that I have a very clear idea of like, okay, what is like, what is love actually? What is it? And once I got really clear on that and I figured out like, oh, okay, this is love. Not all this other stuff that I've been confusing for the past however many years of my life. This is love. That version of love, which I'll go into, is the most reliable compass that you can use in your life for any decisions, any conundrums, any circumstances that you face in your life. If you have this clear picture of what does it mean to love and what does it mean to move towards love, you can handle anything. I mean it. I really do. So there's there's self-love. There's the or there's this idea of self-love, right? There's this idea of romantic love, platonic love, and then there's this other love that I like to call cosmic love. This cosmic love is it's everything that all the other things are and nothing that the other things are all at once. It's God. It's literally God. My belief system is that God is my love and love is my God. And this love exists everywhere. It's who you are, your core. It's, it's that feeling that you feel when you're just at peace. When you're doing something that brings you joy, when you're laughing with your friends, when you're like actually feeling a sense of, of calmness and bliss, that stillness, that's love. It's that feeling when you're like out in a field and you're looking out at the horizon and you're admiring the sunset or admiring the formation of the clouds and you're like, fuck, wow, this is cool. Like this whole being alive thing, this is kind of great. That's love. The sunset, that's love. The trees, there you go. Laughter, that's it. Love is like this. Real love is just pure unconditional acceptance and the encapsulation of, of what it means to be alive and the reason that we're all here on this planet is to learn how to do it better, is to learn how to embody this true cosmic love at a deeper level, to like weave it into the vibration of our existence and embody it so purely. And if you can get clear on what does love look like, love looks like unconditional acceptance, unconditional love, loving without history, Loving without attaching to the past or projecting into the future. Loving in the present moment, meeting yourself and meeting others exactly where they are and saying, I see you, I recognize you. I even recognize our differences, but I'm choosing to see you as the, the infinite, limitless, 
beautiful, radiant being of love and light that you truly are at your core. And I recognize that all this other shit are, it's just conditioning, programming, and constructs of the ego that this world has put on your shoulders. It's the weight of the world that you've mistaken for who you are. But I'm choosing to see past all that. And this conversation applies to yourself and it applies to other people. And all this other love, right? These stories that were sold about what it looks like to love when it comes, especially when it comes to romantic love, many people will spend their entire lives mistaking ownership for love. They'll mistake attachment for love and they will mistake possession for love. Everyone has done this. But the now that you know, now that you know that's not actually love, you get to decide. You have a choice now in the future on how you show up and how you love. And going back a second ago when I said love without history, that is not my quote. Um, I heard that from one of my coaches who heard it from one of her coaches. So it's floating around out there, you guys, but it's not mine. So anyway, um, using love as a compass, essentially, or like your true north is the most beautiful thing. Asking yourself in every situation whether or not you feel like you're in a pickle, how can I move closer towards love right now? Like what would the most loving and embodied version of myself do? And whatever the answer to that question is, do that. It's easy to ask that question, but the challenge is is in actually following through with what the answer to that question is. But the the more used to, the more you the more no, what's the more acclimated you can get to acting on behalf of the version of you that loves yourself and others unconditionally, the more fulfilling meaningful and purposeful your life will become. And I can almost guarantee if you start incorporating this question into the way that you live your day-to-day life, a lot of the things that you do will change. And you'll start to figure out, oh, wow, the way that I've been treating myself is not congruent to the way that I would answer those questions. Or the way that I've been treating this person in my life is not congruent to the way that I would answer those questions. And then from that point, if you're like, okay, there are things, there are some changes that I want to make in how I am showing up in my life and how I am being myself and embodying who I am, is to focus only on now and forwards, but to never think, oh, I can't believe like I've been behaving this, this way in the past, or I can't believe that I loved someone that way, or I can't believe I thought that was love harboring the past and worrying about all that stuff that like you could have done differently or should have known or whatever the story is that you're telling yourself isn't helpful. It isn't helpful and it isn't actually real because the past doesn't exist anymore. It literally does not exist. Okay. There's only right now. The future doesn't even exist either, right? So there's only right now. So right now in this moment, if you decide, okay, right now, how can I move towards love? then you've already made a drastic transformation in your life.
right now, seconds, by asking that question and then following through with it and embodying it, embodying that answer. <sighs> mm, I need water, but I don't have any. So yeah, what is love, you guys? What is love? It's, it's everything. It is. It's everything and nothing all at once. And it's the most beautiful thing. And it's literally the reason why we're all here. And it is the most powerful thing that we have. It heals our bodies. It heals our souls. It heals our relationships. It heals everything. True love, not distorted love, not warped love, not the love that we're sold in our society, but like actual freaking love pure presence, and unconditional acceptance. That's it. All right. Well, I think that's all I really have for you guys today. I didn't make any notes. I'm sure I would have sounded way more articulate if I would made some notes. But, um, yeah, that's all I've got. If you have something that you want to add, to this. I would love to hear it because I love to talk about love. Oh, no, I've got a couple other things actually now that that pops up. When it comes to loving yourself, it's one thing to to take care of yourself and it's another thing to give love to yourself and then receive that love. Right? Like you can recognize objectively, okay, like how do I take care of myself? I need to eat dinner, go to bed early, bam. These are loving acts. Yes, 100%. But the the major, the game changers are in recognizing, okay, what is the part of myself right now that, that needs the most love? Maybe it's the inner child or the inner critic or whatever it is. And then giving love specifically to that part of you by asking, okay, what does what is the inner, what does my inner child read? What does my inner child need right now? What does my inner critic need? What does my, the inner, um, the adventurer need, the lover need? We all have these archetypes within ourselves all the time, right? So asking what are the needs? How can I provide for them? And then give that part of yourself what you need. But then the magic is in receiving, fully allowing yourself to receive the bounty and the generosity of whatever it is that you're providing for yourself. Stepping into that energy of reception on your own time will magnetize you. This is how you become a magnet. When you start to embody the energy of, of gratitude and receivership, Life notices, the universe notices, and things just start move. beautiful things just start moving towards you to fill you up. But you have to be willing to fill your own cup first. So, yeah. Love is also forgiveness. Forgive yourself. If you are frustrated with yourself, if you're putting pressure on yourself for something that you think you need to get done, in order to have, be, or do X, Y, Z, take a breath. Take a freaking breath. Okay, you were not put on this earth to just produce and do. You were put on this earth to learn how to love 
And if in this moment you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, you're being mean to yourself, you're being hard on yourself, this is an amazing opportunity to learn that lesson, to learn how to love, to learn how to meet yourself exactly where you are, accept yourself as you are, pure presence, and love yourself. Be, embody that loving energy and provide it for, for you, first and foremost. And yeah, forgiving yourself. Because to be honest, if you hadn't have done whatever it is that you're annoyed at yourself for doing, you potentially could have like <laughs> fucked everything up. Because everything that's happening right now is wouldn't be happening if it weren't for you having done that thing. Our actions ripple out and impact everything and everyone, okay? And even if you did something that you think was quote-unquote bad, it never could have been any other way. And by forcing yourself to soak in the feelings of it being quote-unquote wrong, you're doing nothing but creating, but perpetuating the suffering for yourself and, and creating that low vibe energy for other people, right? So if you want to, to make that better or like make up for it or whatever it is, forgiving yourself is the most powerful thing that you can do. And recognizing that you did the best that you could with the resources that you had at the time and because you made the choice that you did, you are where you are today. And even if where you are feels hard right now, this will be the making of you. And I promise there will come a point when you look back at whatever this situation was that you're having difficulty forgiving yourself for. And at some point in your life, you'll be able to point at that exact moment and say, that is when everything changed. That is when I became who I really am. And if it weren't for that, all of these incredible things wouldn't have happened. It's hard to do that when we're really, when we feel really close to that thing, but I promise just give it a little bit of space. Give it a little bit of perspective of zooming out. And eventually you'll be able to see, oh, okay, I get it. I get why that had to happen. And just knowing it literally could never have been any other way. And you did the best that you could with the resources that you had at the time. And holding a grudge towards yourself does nothing. It does nothing but prevent you and other people from getting to a level of existence that feels really, really fulfilling. Forgiving yourself and embodying the most loving and authentic and aligned and blissful and joyful version of yourself is the best thing that you can do to make up for any past grievances. Because when you step into that role of, not even role, but when you step into that version of yourself, that's just who you really are, because that's who we're meant to be. We're meant to be people who are blissful and connected and loving and playful and intimate and carefree. That's our true nature. It's our true resting state. When you step into that, you raise the vibration of the planet. Literally, you raise your vibration, which trickles out and raises the vibration of the planet. And 
you give other people permission, not permission, but you show other people that it's capable for them to do this too. And this is the most important and powerful impact that you can make on this planet. So please forgive yourself because other people depend on it. And I promise whatever you did, you're still worthy. You're still lovable. You're more than enough. You are love. You're not, you're not lovable. You're not loving. You are love. You literally are love. You're the, the perfect expression of it. You're a unique expression of cosmic love. How cool is that? I mean, you just can't beat it. (sighs) Okay, that's officially it. Mainly because I'm super, super thirsty and my lips are like chapping. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But you know what I'm going to finish off with? Because I love you guys. I'm going to light that match again and relight the candle because it sounded so good. Okay, so this is the matchbox. Wow. Oh, shit. Whoopsies. (laughs) There we go. I just spilled wax. I think everything's okay. Everything's fine. It didn't get on my pants. Okay, that was it. The candle is lit. It's next to my crystals. I wish you guys could see where I am right now because it's, it's the vibes are the vibes are here. Surrounded by candles, crystals, and plants. It's pretty great. Pretty great. All right, you guys. I hope that today made sense. Whenever I don't have notes, I always run the risk of not actually making any sense when I talk. But um, I think it's more important for me to just be super real with you guys and let whatever needs to come out of my heart come out of my heart and flow through me and if it resonates with you then it was meant to and if it doesn't maybe next time have a beautiful monday relax go give yourself some love but more importantly receive that love okay and say thank you as often as you can today it will change things for you i promise right. I will see you guys next time. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the conscious buzz. Okay. Wow. Did that not sound, did that not sound like a rope? I'm maybe I should be a voice actor. That sounded like so robotic. Anyway, Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you liked it and that you it made sense. That's all I can really ever hope for. And as I said before, if it resonated, great. Take what resonated and leave what doesn't. And pretty sure you can just apply that principle to your whole life and uh, you'll be good. Anyway, if something really did stick out and you loved it and it resonated deeply with your soul, I would really appreciate it if you screenshotted the episode, shared it to your Instagram story, and tagged me. This helps get a little bit more traction to the podcast and increase the audience because, you know, who doesn't want that? And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, I can be found on Instagram at Bailey A. Benton. And I'm always open to have a conversation, even if you disagree, because like I said at the beginning of this episode, my beliefs are 
not me, right? So we can have a conversation about what we believe and still love and respect each other at the end of the day. So let's do that. Why don't we? Um, is there anything else that I need to say before I close up this episode? I think that's it. Oh, that's it. If you think I should be a voice actor, go ahead and just let me know. You can just send me a message on Instagram, like just say voice actor and I'll, I'll know what you mean. Um, I'm pretty sure I should. So I'll just like leave the whole podcasting and spiritual coach thing behind and move into my true destiny, voice acting. Let me know what you think of this. Open to the feedback. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Thank you.